Welcome into the Inside the Line podcast, our first episode. Jesse Davis and Brandon are like here with you, and this is the Super Bowl edition. We're here on Super Bowl Sunday, getting ready for the big game, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers getting set to face off. Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady. Tony Romo called this in week 12, saying we'll be back here in Tampa for the Chiefs-Bucks. Jesse, what are your thoughts on this game? It should be a very good one. I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. I think both these teams are coming in. The Bucks coming in hot. A uh, totally different team than when they faced off in Week 12. Um, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, both teams coming in. And, of course, on this podcast, we'll be taking a look at the betting side of things, hence the inside the line name. We'll be looking at stats, spreads, trends, everything you need to get ready for Super Bowl Sunday from a betting lens. So let's dive right into it. We've got the Chiefs as three-point favorites here. Um, I think the line is about right. The Chiefs did win this game by three points in week 12, 27 to 24 on this very field. But if you look at the score, it's not telling you what went on in the game. The Chiefs absolutely dominated that game, and the Bucs made a fourth quarter comeback. What are your thoughts on a Chiefs' first quarter or first half play, hence their dominance, just like a 17 to, no- 17 to nothing first quarter score last time out? Um, I find it interesting because I, I just have a little question mark with the offensive line. Um, I think it might take a little while till they uh, gel together. So I don't know about a Chiefs first half. I definitely think this game's going to be close in the first half. I think it can go either way. I think you might see a little um, working out to do with the with the line. So we'll see about that. Yeah, their their big man Tardif chose to opt out of the season, of course, because of the COVID issues. And he does have a a doctor's degree, so he focused on his doctors, which is very very interesting on um, the part of Tardif. But the Chiefs seems to have not really missed a step. They're right back where they were a year ago where they beat the 49ers. Um, I, I really like the Chiefs in this spot. Um, I agree with you. I'm not really betting on a first half in this game, but I think over the course of four quarters, a better team is going to show. And I think um, the Chiefs minus three is my overall favorite play. Disregarding props, let's guard total. Anything, I think the Chiefs minus three is my favorite play here. Just because of the pure domination they had in um, the game against Tampa. I know you said Tampa's a changed team. I acknowledge that it's Tom Brady in the playoffs getting three points, but I do think um, Kansas City is the play here. They absolutely dominated Tampa in all facets of the ball. Um, even in the rushing attack, where I think Tampa's going to have the edge today, KC edged them out in the regular season. Um, and I think KC just left their foot off, put their, uh, took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter when Tampa outscored them 14 nothing. I think this game's going to be a double digits win for Kansas City. And I would even look at an alternate prop, like the minus nine and a half, plus 150 here. Um, I think Kansas City wins this game by double digits. I don't really think it'll be that close. I, I tend to. I would never bet against Patrick Mahomes. The one thing I'll say is the Bucks to me, is not really a Tom Brady team. I think it starts with the defense, and on the defensive side of the ball, I think that offensive line for the Chiefs is going to have trouble with JPP and, and Dominican Sue trying to get uh, pressure, and I, I really think they're going to have a tough time holding up. The linebackers are fast. The corners are playing well. I, I really think it's going to be tougher than, than just the Chiefs are going to have to do other things, get other receivers involved. Can't just rely on Hill and Kelsey today. And they do have other receivers, which I know we'll touch on later in the show. And we know they have the three-headed running back monster, if you will, with Clyde, Le'Veon Bell, and Darrell Williams is absolutely playing great. And then you got the speedster, Miko Hardman, um, who showed his prowess against the Bills after a tough fumble. I like that resilience from Miko Hardman, fumbling the ball and then getting right back into it and leading the Chiefs on a touchdown drive, which would lead to a blowout win over the Bills. So let's dive into those NFC and AFC championship matchups, respectively. Um, 
pretty much domination on both sides from the Chiefs and the Bucks. What's one thing that stood out to you about the Chiefs and the Bucks in their last matchups? Well, for the Chiefs, I think that game was too. The score was too close for what uh, happened on the field. I mean, the the Bills got a lucky touchdown in the first half on a Miko Hardman, a Miko Hardman fumbled punt, and I I really think the Chiefs just dominated the game. I don't know if that tells you much. Maybe Josh Allen was feeling the pressure of being on the road for the first time in the playoffs with the fans. Um, but the Chiefs just totally dominated. They didn't really even need to try in that game. The yeah. Bucks, on the other hand, um, there were a little question marks in the second half with Brady throwing a lot of interceptions. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that today. Um, one of my props that I'll talk about later in the show is I like Tyron Matthew to get a pick off Brady. I think Brady's going to be throwing a lot of picks today. And I think if he limits the turnovers, they'll be fine. They got out to a lead, and the defense kind of helped um, help them out in the second half. I think one thing we can agree on here is that we have the two best teams in the NFL facing off for the Super Bowl, which is exactly what we want. And we got the storylines. We want Brady in a new location. Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Who is the prowess there? Um, we'll see if Brady can do it on his own without Bill Belichick. But Bruce Arians is a great coach. So, um, But I still think the Chiefs are the play here. So – as we prefaced, we will now dive into some prop plays. Um, we'll go over the, the main props and then some funky props. Um, not necessarily ones that we're betting, but ones we think seem interesting and have value. Value is the big thing in betting. So let's dive into it. Let's start off with some Patrick Mahomes props. His passing yards is at 329 and a half here. Um, in the game against Tampa Bay earlier this season, Mahomes threw for 462 on 49 pass attempts, including a 75-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. So, Jesse, what are your thoughts on the Mahomes passing yards prop at 329.5? I'm going to stay away from it. I think the a lot of people are going to look at the Mahomes 462 passing yards in the game against Tampa, and I think the majority of that came in the first quarter with Tyreek Hill. Um, I think the Bucks are going to make some serious adjustments on defense, so I'm not going to look uh, too deep on the Mahomes passing yards over. Yeah, I definitely think 329 is a lot of yards there. Um, I agree with you. I'm staying away. I would lean to the over um, just because we saw how dynamic Tyreek Hill can be against uh, the Tampa Bay defense. I definitely and, would not take an under. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely would not take an under there. It's either over or, or pass there. Um, so there's our Mahomes pick. Let's go down to the other side of the ball, Tom Brady. You said Tom Brady thinks he's going to throw an interception to Tyron Matthew today. His interceptions props currently at over one and a half, over one half, excuse me, at minus one seventy and under one half at plus one forty. So I assume you're thinking uh, the over one half is a solid play there for Brady. I definitely think so. And if you like the Chiefs today, I would definitely hammer the over a half of the interception. It could come at the end of the game. It could come on the first play. It could come any time. But especially if he's trying to come back, Bruce Arians has a tendency in throwing deep, and I think. Uh, Tyron Matthew, the ball hawk, is going to get him for one today. Yep, that, that makes total sense. Um, I agree. He threw um, three late in the game last week, and he threw two in the, against the Chiefs earlier this season. I think all of it adds up for an over here. I think Brady definitely throws an interception, and that's a possession the Chiefs would steal away, and they would be on their way to victory in my eyes. So now let's get into a more unique prop. It's still a player prop, but one that I definitely have my eyes on. This guy I'm a huge fan of. I talk about him a ton. Tyler Johnson, receiver out of Minnesota, rookie receiver for Tampa Bay. As I said, I'm big on the Chiefs in this game, but we've seen um, Tyler Johnson be used a little bit more in the playoffs, and I think the Chiefs are going to be primarily focused on, on Godwin, 
Chris um, on Godwin. It's run pass option. Godwin, Mike Evans, and um, Antonio Brown. If Antonio Brown does play today, so I think Tyler Johnson could be in line for some more work. And his receiving prop for longest catch is at four and a half yards. I think Brady will look for him for a first down for a 10 to 15 yard pass. And I think that play uh, makes a ton of sense. Tyler Johnson over four and a half yards for his first reception. I tend to agree. Brady talked about him a lot, said he really likes his hands, really likes his work work ethic. Uh, Brady's a big fan of him. I think he's going to be out in the field. He's made a couple of big catches in the playoffs. He's proved reliable and I don't see why he would get anything less than four and a half on his first catch. Yep. Um, he's not the type of guy for the screen. That's more so Scotty Miller or even Antonio Brown. Um, out in the flat. So I think they'll be looking to him down the field. And I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, what about you? One that I like is uh, Miko Hardman. You could either take longest reception 15 and a half over or the receiving yards at 31 and a half. I really think that Andy Reid's going to think that Bowles is going to make adjustments on Tyree Kill and Kelsey today, whether double coverage or some kind of coverage to take them out of the game. But I, I think Miko Hardman has a big game, whether it could be a, a flip screen and a deep ball. I, I really think Miko Hardman can shine today. Yeah, I agree. I think their, their primary focus is going to be obviously on Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. So that leaves openings for Demarcus Robinson for the run game and for Miko Hardman, of course, who had a great game last week um, or two weeks ago. Is Demarcus Robinson out today or, or is he? I'm not 100% sure. Um, I know that I he is cleared. I think the whole team tested negative uh, both sides, so I believe that means he's playing. Um, so Demarcus Robinson should be active, and who knows, might be his last game for the Chiefs, as he said, to be a free agent. So let's talk about our boy Tyreek Hill here. We said he had a 75-yard catch against Tampa last week, again, uh, in Week 12. His longest reception prop is at uh, 27 and a half. I think that might be a little bit of bait here from Vegas. Um, but I have to take the over on this one for Tyreek Hill. It seems every game he has a big play. And as we mentioned, a 75-yard pass and over 200 receiving yards in the first quarter against Tampa last uh, in their earlier matchup this season. I really like the over 27.5 for his longest catch. To me, this is one like the Mahomes pass yards where I would never, I would never take an under. Um, to me, it would be a fade. I definitely think you could take this prop. If you take an under or an over, you could be – sweating it out till the final drive of the game and Hill can always surprise you with the 50 yard bomb. So to me, this is a, a tough prop for me to take, but I, again, with like, just like the Mahomes, I would not take an under here. So let's look into player to score the first touchdown. This is a prop that is often seen on prime time, getting bet a lot when it's a Sunday night game, the Monday night game, the favorite to score the first touchdown is Tyreek Hill at plus 630, followed by Travis Kelsey at plus 640, then Clyde at plus 1,200 on the Chiefs' side. And on the Buccaneer side, it's Leonard Fournette plus 1,000, Chris Godwin plus 1,200, and Mike Evans at plus 820. What are your thoughts on the first touchdown score here? Who do you think gets it done? This is a tough one. I think right now my lean would be Chris, uh, Mike Evans. Honestly, I, I know it's, I know it's, it's, it's Brady's favorite guy in the red zone. And I think with the, on the chief side, there's just too much unpredictability on how Bowles is going to 
cover these guys. And I just don't think that, that Brady's going to look anywhere else but Evans in the red zone. And I think Evans is going to be the one to score first in this game. Yeah, that's definitely fair enough. I can see if Tampa's scoring first, it could definitely be Evans or Fournette. Those would be my two there. I'm actually going to go with Daryl Williams at plus 1,600. Um, he's been getting a good amount of work in the Chiefs' backfield. It seems he's been going away from Clyde Edwards-Alaire a little bit. And um, down near the one-yard line, I think they'll just give Williams a shot. And if he gets in, he gets in. And that would be the plus 1,600 right there. Um, I could also see it being a play-action pass to Kelsey. Like last year, I was on Blake Bell at plus 2,800. I think it made total sense. And they threw it to Kelsey, I believe, for the first touchdown. So um, One that one um, value play is Brady at plus 2,500. If they get a pass interference or a play down to the one, definitely think Brady, one of the best, if not the best quarterback sneak of all time, is going to could get into the end zone there for the Bucks. Yeah, for sure. But it's a matter of if Arians want to put his quarterback on the line in such a big game. Um, but I, I can see it um, for sure. So let's dive into a little bit of these special props. We know the Super Bowl loves to dish out these Special props. Let's talk about the Gatorade color. Last year, it was orange, which cashed it. That's the overwhelming favorite at plus 105 this year. But the last time the Bucks won the Super Bowl, it was purple. At plus 600 is where that is leaning. What are you thinking for the color of the Gatorade pour on the winning coach? Well, I have these odds, which are a little um, shifted towards red. And I tend to agree that it's going to be red. I mean, this is not something that I would ever wager money on, but I, I think both these team colors are red, so I would have to bet red if, if I had to choose. Yeah, red definitely makes some sense, but I also think no liquid port I'm seeing here at plus 350 could make some sense. We know we're in the COVID era. Do they want to get the germs out from that Gatorade? Who knows? I think there's definitely have... going to be liquid port. If you watch college football, you see all these small bowls, big bowls, every bowl had something poured, unless they, unless they pour fries or, or something. For Andy Reid. Just a thought. Who knows? Maybe. Just a thought. <laughs> Who knows? So let's get into some direct quarter props here. Another thing that's unique to the Super Bowl, you don't really see this often. So I've seen this one here. I really like it. Patrick Mahomes to throw a first quarter touchdown pass. Yes, we mentioned how great he played against the Bucks in the first quarter last year. He typically is a fast starter. So I like Mahomes here, plus 130 to throw a touchdown pass in the first quarter. I tend to agree. I think Andy Reid's scripted plays are going to get it done, and I think they're going to drive down the field on their first drive uh, with some trick plays and shake up that Bucks defense until the – and then when the real game starts after the scripted plays, then we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But I definitely do like um, Mahomes to throw a touchdown in the first quarter. So here's an interesting one. Tom Brady to throw two or more touchdown passes in any quarter. Yes is at plus 170. No is at minus 230. What do you think in there? I tend to think they'll be playing from behind – um, so I could easily see him throwing two in the fourth quarter, but I'm not sure there's enough value there at plus 170. Right. I, I agree 100%. I think in the fourth quarter, that'd be the only shot for him to throw two. Um, the Chiefs, I think, will run the ball a little more today, um, take a little more time off the clock. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be – I think it could be a high-scoring game, but I don't think it's going to be as fast-paced where Tom Brady's going to be able to throw two in any quarter except for the fourth quarter if they're coming from behind. So I see another one, interesting one here. It's about field goals. We got Harrison Butker and Ryan suck up the two kickers here, two of the most accurate kickers in the league. Um, and you know in the second quarter that teams tend to hold their timeouts for late possessions. And I think that could lead to a field goal being kicked by each kicker. And both to make a field goal happen to be at plus odds. We see Harrison Butker at plus 105 to make a second quarter field goal and Ryan suck up at plus 115 to make a second quarter field goal. So 
if you bet both of these and one hits them that you profit. So I think both of these make a ton of sense here. Yes, I, I, I really agree. I think in the last two minutes of the half, you tend to see a lot of field goals. Although with these both these teams with their explosive offenses, they do like to score touchdowns in the last two minutes. But I, I definitely think there's value on both these guys to kick a field goal, especially uh, suck up. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think the, the Chiefs could get a stop, and he's been an amazing kicker this year. So, Yep, for sure. So let's look into – let's talk about Daryl Williams a little bit more. I know I mentioned him a bit more. It seems that he – although this is a running back by committee, he's been seeing a lot of work lately for the Chiefs. Um, and to score a touchdown, he, he's seen 13 carries in each of the two playoff games – um, 78 yards against the Browns and 52 yards against the Buffalo Bills to score a touchdown this week. He's in the plus 220 range. What do you think about Darrell Williams score rushing or receiving touchdown at plus 220? Um, I like it. I I don't know how they're going to use their running backs this week. Um, Clyde's getting healthier. I don't know how they feel about Bell. They don't seem to be too keen on him, him having uh, having him run the ball. Um. It's not something that I'm going to take, but I, I don't. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I think he's been in the situation before. They used him as the backup running back last year, um, alongside Damian Williams. So I think they trust him as the veteran running back um, over Clyde at this point. And I think I think again the end zone. I think the Chiefs will be mixing up the run in the pass game. So I think it makes some sense. Another play I like that I'm seeing here: Rob Gronkowski to score a touchdown. I think he'll get in the end zone. I think Brady's going to go to his old reliable at one point in this game. Um, it might not be between the 30s, but it'll be inside the red zone where I think he goes to Gronk, knowing that Gronk has strong hands and he's been in the situation before. So I think Gronk to score a touchdown at plus 200 makes a ton of sense here. I agree, and the storyline is so set up for it. Brady and Gronk from New England now scoring touchdowns in the Super Bowl for Tampa. I could picture the announcers talking about it. I, I think everything sets up for a Gronk touchdown as well. Yep, and you know when Brady, I mean when uh, Tony Romo talks about something, it likely likely becomes true. So we'll see what Tony Romo has to say on the broadcast today. Let's talk about interceptions now. You said you like Tyre Matthew at plus three fifty to intercept a pass. Is that the only interception prop you're looking at today? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I do like the time. I mean, the interception props. I like Brady to throw a pick. I definitely think he's going to throw a pick. I think minus one seventy is too much value to pass up on. Um, I wish I could find somewhere Brady over one and a half picks. It'd probably be around plus two hundred, two fifty. Um, but I, I think Matthew's going to get him. Matthew knows where the ball is at all times. He's probably top three, top five safety in the league. I think he's going to steal one away from Brady today. That makes a ton of sense. We know Brady's the veteran here. He knows, he knows what to do in these situations, but can't rely on his run game the whole game. He's going to have to be throwing the ball, and his arm isn't what it once was. We saw that against the Packers where he threw a few interceptions late. So I think it makes some sense for him to throw an interception. And as you said, Tyron Matthews, the ball hawk. So it makes sense. Completely agree. I am going to talk about some team totals here. I think the Chiefs over 30 and a half um, makes sense. They easily could have encompassed this many points against the Bucks their first time playing against them, but they chose to put on the brakes in the second half. So I think they'll be far and away better in this game. I think over 30 and a half makes sense. That's four touchdowns in a field goal. I think they get that. 
Agreed, and I don't think anyone's taking their foot off the pedal in the in the Super Bowl. So I think if the Chiefs are up by 14 in the fourth quarter, they're going to be going to get that last touchdown. And I think Andy Reid is aggressive enough, and he throws the ball in situations where people think he's going to run the ball. So I definitely think they can. They're going to surpass 30 and a half. Yep, for sure. So let's look at first half team totals. I hate when team totals are at 14 and a half for the first half because that means they need three scores as opposed to two. You see the Chiefs sitting here at 14 and a half and the Bucks sitting here at 13 and a half. What are you doing with those? What do you think? Chiefs over 14 and a half, Bucks over 13 and a half. What do you think? I think the score at halftime is going to be 17-14. Um, I think the uh, I think both teams are going to surpass their first half team totals. So you're liking the over here. That is pretty interesting. I was kind of leaning towards the under for the whole game. Um, I think like a 31 to 24 type game is in order. 31 to 31 to 20 type game is in order. Um, Agreed. I, I like a 31 27. So I, maybe I'm I'm a little on the on the over, but it, it seems like we're both hovering around the around the area of a, a sharp line. Yep, for sure. I think the line, I mean, obviously the Super Bowl is the most wagered event, the most watched event of the year. So these lines are going to be super sharp. So be wary when you're placing your best. You don't need to go crazy on this game because Vegas knows what they're doing on this game. Everybody's betting this game. They're going to have the right line um, for most things. So, um, so let's get into some final bold predictions. We'll each give our score prediction and just one overall bold prediction we think is going to happen in this game. I'm going to take the Chiefs 31 to 20. I think they dominate this game on both sides of the ball. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win his back-to-back MVP award, and you can cash that Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl MVP ticket that's at, sitting at even odds. I think if the Chiefs win, he's the MVP. That's where I'm going. I think the score at one point is going to be 31-20 to 20 in the fourth quarter. I think Tom Brady is going to score a touchdown late, and I think people are going to sweat out their three – um, their Chiefs minus three or Bucks plus three with a two-point conversion. I think they'll get the two-point conversion, 31-28. I think the Patrick they, Patrick Mahomes will kneel out, and I think it's going to be 31-28, actually. It's my final Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think the line is only three because of Patrick Mahomes. So if the Chiefs win, he will be the MVP. Yep, it's got to be Mahomes if they win the MVP. So that's the opening edition of the Inside the Line podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We will be back next week for a couple of episodes discussing college basketball, UFC, NBA, and everything going on in the world. And we've got baseball right around the corner. We'll talk about some win totals and some other things in regards to Major League Baseball. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time.